97.9 The Hill and Chapelboro.com present today's business with Sharon Hill. Listen as Sharon Hill discusses trending topics in today's business world with entrepreneurs and leaders in our community and what they're doing to provide innovation and guidance for success. Find this in all episodes at WCHL's website, Chapelboro.com. Now, today's business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My guest is Mr. Kevin Gunn, who is the owner of Lightspire Design and Fabrication. Kevin, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Let's jump right in, Kevin. What is your business, sir? I make signs. In particular, I make the big carved multidimensional signs uh, for businesses, neighborhoods, churches, uh, and sometimes individuals. Can you give me an example of a sign that everybody could recognize or know what you're talking about? Uh, usually where you'll see them a lot of times is around, like I say, but around neighborhoods a lot of times. Uh, the Fair Oaks community over in Durham has some mine. Uh, Coldvar Farms over in Durham. Uh, Webwood here in Carborough, uh, right there at the entrance at Blue Ridge Road, okay. has the very first large sign I did. And recently I completed the um, new entryway signs for McDougal Middle School. Oh, my goodness. So I'm thinking of, for example, when I'm driving into Chapel Hill, there's a big sign on the street that says, Welcome to Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that kind of a sign? Close. Okay. Close. These, the, uh, many of those are, they have dimension to them. They have depth. But the way that it's often, often achieved is by putting one material on top of another, to, on top of another. I actually take a large sheet of solid material and carve it out to form images and text. So you actually have a single piece, nothing to fall off. Okay, but in terms of a sign, as yeah. if I was a five-year-old, that's a sign. Yes. Welcome to Chapel Hill. That's Absolutely. a sign. Absolutely. Got it. I got it. But you, you have more technique to your signs is what we're talking right. about here. Well, thank you. Now, why did you start this business, Kevin? Uh, some years ago, my wife and I were vacationing up in the mountains. Uh, her father has a cabin up there. And he said, we have to go over to Linville. There's a steakhouse I want to try. So I said, all right, we'll go over to Linville. We're driving over to Linville, and everywhere you go, every business, every motel, every uh, rental home, they all had these beautiful, rich, carved signs. And the entire community is lovely for it. Oh. And, I mean, you wouldn't think about it necessarily, but um, I found – I realized signs either add to a community or they take away from a community. Yeah. And when it's plastic and vinyl and then everything looks – cheap and plastic. Okay. And up in Linville, everything was gorgeous. And I thought, I could do that. I could do that. And so I came back and it rattled around in my head for a couple of years where I kept saying, I should do that. I should do that. Finally, I opened up Lightspire in order to do that. All right. What does Lightspire mean? Why'd you pick that name? Uh, I had been doing some work on the side for some years. I was designing laser cut jewelry. So I'd take wood, very thin wood, and I would carve earrings out of it using a laser cutter. (laughs) And so um, I sold those around the triangle. I had a lot of fun with them. Uh, One time I went to a concert, Hardy's Walnut Creek, and actually ran into a girl there who was wearing a set of my earrings that that I made. (laughs) And I said, oh, I made those earrings. I can't believe to see – I'm so glad to see them in the wild. She must have thought I was the most random, crazy person. (laughs) But she didn't believe you? I don't know. I'm not sure I would have believed me if I had been <laughs> I made <there>. your earrings. <clears throat> yeah. So, oh but it was fun to see them in the wild, and I definitely had the bug for making things. Yeah. And so I carried that name over as I went into bigger and bigger projects. Now, you mentioned, when I mentioned the Chapel Hill sign, you said, not quite. What makes your signs 
better, for lack of a better word, the materials you use, the craftsmanship? What makes your signs better? Well, it depends on the type of sign. I'll flat out say there are some people out there that do some really, really good work. And I'm impressed by what some of the sign makers out there do. On the other hand, there's a lot of things that are done with very cheap materials where um, generally what you'll see is uh, it uses a piece of aluminum or something and you print uh, a graphic on vinyl and the vinyl is glued to the aluminum. If you're lucky, it lasts three or four years before it starts stretching, distorting. Uh, they're flat. They're uninteresting. Um, what I do is actually by carving these things out, they give a richness. They give um, a beauty. They catch the sunlight. The sunlight forms different shadows during the time, different times of the day. They look different on a sunny day versus a cloudy day. So they, they bring uh, a depth of experience to them. And you can tell I'm kind of passionate about science. I think signs, so. But <laughs> they bring a depth and a beauty that you don't get from these just flat informational signs, maybe with a logo stuck on them. Okay. Kevin, for our audience members who might own their own businesses, how would they use those signs? For example, if they're in an office complex with other businesses, would they be potential customers for you or not? Who is your ideal client? My ideal client, I have a I have a couple, well, I have several that I, I really look towards. In the business world, I like small business owners who are generally, ideally, they're often in a standalone business. So if you look at places like on Franklin Street where everyone hangs a sign out the front of the building, those, when you take those and you'll, you'll often see if you start looking at them, most of them are a real thin sheet of metal. They tend to bend in the wind and they, they generally deteriorate pretty fast. You do carved signs, and you do them on both sides, and they're they, they're thick. They become they're a couple of inches thick at that point, and they have this relief to them and um, the colors. And then you hang them, and they they give this. They're welcoming. They're warm. They're welcoming, and they immediately make you think, oh, this is an interesting place. Let's go in here. Oh. And to me, that's what a good sign is about. If a, a sign has to do two things, it has to say, okay, this is who I am and what I do. And it has to say, and I'm somewhere you want to be. Well, anybody can put up a sign that says this is who I am. It's how do you create a sign that says this is where I want to be. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, my wife and I, when we've been on vacation, there have been so many times we've been, we get somewhere and we say we're hungry. It's lunchtime. And you look up and there's a restaurant on the right of you and a restaurant on the left of you. And... That difference in sign can make the difference in going, well, this place looks like they've got it going on. And this place, maybe they Not did so 20 years ago. But <laughs> yeah, so I never thought about that. It That's amazing. So they're one um, for um, homeowners associations. I, I tend to work with homeowners associations. Uh, not only does it make a big difference. To me, it makes a diff big difference when I come home. I come home to my neighborhood and there's a really nice sign that – is welcoming and warm, and it just makes the neighborhood seem like it has it together. Likewise, for property owners, the difference that it can have on home values can be significant. Oh. When you consider how little, I mean, signs aren't cheap. Good signs aren't cheap. But when you consider that a few dollars per homeowner can turn into one or more percent gain in values, that's Huge. That's huge. That's huge. Kevin, please give us your contact information, if you would. Easiest place to find me is on my website, tarheelsigns.com. Who in Chapel Hill could not remember tarheels.com? 
TyrielSigns.com. Thank you. Kevin, let's take a break. and we come back, let's hear more about light, spire, design, and fabrication. Got it. Thank, Thank you. you. You're listening to WCA The Hill. My guest today is Mr. Kevin Gunn. We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. We are back. My guest today is Kevin Gunn, who is the owner of Lightspire Design and Fabrication. Kevin, when we left off, you were telling us about the quality of good signs and how it can really draw a customer's eye into your business. I assumed from our earlier discussion that all these signs were in the ground, like Welcome to Chapel Hill, 1793. You're saying that you can also have your beautiful signs hanging outside. Absolutely. And not on the ground. Absolutely. Just give me and the audience a little more description of what those signs are. Well, they can they can take several forms. One is the free hanging ones where they may be attached to a chain and they hang down. And so um, they can actually move in the breeze a bit. Um, those are really nice, especially when they're double-sided. You have them out over the sidewalk so people in both directions can see them. Um, you can also hang them directly on a building. And the material I use um, is actually, it's a special kind of, of high-density urethane foam that's used for making signs. That's mostly what it's used for. The interesting thing about this is it's very, very lightweight. So it's very easy to hang both on, to, on buildings and from chains or, you know, the arms that come out that the chains hang down. Any kind of things like that is very easy because it's a very lightweight material and extremely durable. What about people's homes? Do anybody ever want to sign for their home? This is the Smith House or something Absolutely. like that? Absolutely. I recently finished one for someone's lake house, and ah. those were a lot of fun to make. Um, I do those individually. Well, I do all the signs are individualized. Everything is done in consultation with the client. So we sit down, and we just bounce ideas back and forth. Sometimes it's just a napkin discussion, and I find out what it is they're kind of looking for. I go back. I make up some designs. I send them those as ideas, and we just work back and forth until we find what's right and unique for them. Do you have templates to start with, or everything is custom-based on that custom. client? Everything, everything is, is custom-based custom on the client. That's awesome. Well, thank you for explaining that, because it's a wider range than just stuck in the ground. This exactly. is exactly Exactly. You said that when you saw the homes with all the beautiful signs, you thought about it, thought about it, and decided, by gum, I'm going to do this. What sort of education or certifications did you have to have to make this happen? I have pretty much mostly taught myself what I've needed to learn, but there's a lot of background behind that. I, I have a degree in physics, and so I, had, I spent uh, about 25 years, actually, between research and then doing um, IT systems engineering, during which time I got involved with Tech Shop over in Durham. It was there for a while. It was uh, a makerspace where you could have access to all these wonderful tools, including some of the machinery I later purchased for myself, including the um, big CNC router system that I used to make these signs, as well as the laser cutter um, that I used to make jewelry. So I, I got there and I, I worked with a great bunch of people there. One thing we did was we started building our own 3D printers. 3D pr You built your own? <laughs> yep. That was back in around 2010. Whoa. Okay. So it was really brand new. So we had a group of us that said, we can do this. We can do this. So we worked together and built these 3D printers. So that's where I started learning these kinds of technologies. 
And so from there to the laser cutter and then to the um, the main tool I use, which is a ShopBot CNC router, which is wonderful. I have to give a shout out to ShopBot because they're local. They're over here in Durham. They're manufactured right here. Okay. And so I already had that background and knew that I could get this machine and put this machine together and master it. And so I spent approximately two years from the time I set up my company to the first time I started um, selling signs. I spent that time working full-time. So I worked two full-time jobs, one feeding into the other so I could master this craft. This is absolutely amazing. If a customer comes to you and says, Kevin, I want a sign, how long would it take from the time they say, I want a sign, until you can give them the finished product? A big portion of the time can be right up front, which is going back and forth with the client to say, what is it you really want? Uh, After that, it usually takes about generally about three weeks, and a big portion of that is every layer of paint has to dry before you touch it with another layer of paint, and you just can't rush that. can imagine. So the person who said, I want one for my lake house, talk, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, about three weeks? About three weeks. To get it together. That's not bad. That's going to be bad. more than that. What struggles have you had since you just started your own, not just started, but you've got this company now, you, as far as I know, you're the only one around here who knows how to do this. What struggles or challenges have you faced, Kevin? There's been a lot – well, there's been a deep – you know, very steep learning curve during which time I took a lot of very, very expensive material and turned it into just junk. Oh, no. And that's, that's the tuition you pay. You buy, you know, thousands of dollars worth of material, and every time you start cutting it, as soon as you make one mistake, you can't uncut. There is not – it's not like working in a computer where you can say – undo. There's no undo. Once that bit hits the material, starts grinding it out, Oh my! you can't ungrind it. It's permanent. So you lose a lot of material that way. And um, so that's been a significant learning curve where you just say, well, my daughter's a student up at Virginia Tech, and I look at this as tuition. And every time <laughs> I take a $300 sheet of material and turn it into junk, I go, well, it's cheaper than tuition at Virginia Tech. <laughs> Positive thinking, Kevin. And that's the way I get through <laughs> that's those. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. When did you start this business? What year? I started it in 2016. 2016. All right. right at the beginning of 2016. But like I say, then I spent um, almost two full years I before I wanted yeah. to uh, start actually bringing things, really putting it out there in the market. Right. And speaking of market, how do you market the business? It's mostly word of mouth. It's, it's overwhelmingly that, you know, somebody sees a sign I've done and somebody else asks, who did that sign? We need a sign. And so people just communicate it. This is good. I haven't, found, you know, I haven't found other things that work. Right. That's what works is people, people – if people like what you do and if people like the way you do business, yes. they let other people know. And that's what's keeping your business that's going. That's what's keeping me going. Oh, my goodness. Please give us your contact information again, that easy website to remember. You can find me at TarHeelSigns.com. TarHeelSigns.com. That's right. That's amazing. Do, have you always lived in Orange County? I have lived in Orange County since 1985 when I started school at UNC. Go Heels. Yep. And my wife was in school here, and so we fell in love during that time. We got married. We're um, been here ever since. Oh, since 85. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Just that you, it's in your blood now. It's in our <laughs> blood. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's hear more about your fabulous business. I think you're the only person I've ever interviewed who does what you do, Kevin. Thank you. Hold on. Thank you. 
You're listening to WCHL 97.9. My guest today is Mr. Kevin Gunn, who is the owner of Lightspire Design and Fabrication, a business located in... Hillsborough. Hillsborough. Thank you so much. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's business focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. We're back. Thanks for staying with us. My guest today is Mr. Kevin Gunn, who is the owner of Lightspire Design and Fabrication. Kevin, you're talking about these beautiful signs that you make both in the ground and they can hang outside someone's shop or business. How long do your signs last? Well, the material I use is impervious to just about anything. Chemicals, it's impervious to uh, ultraviolet light. So you have two things you really worry about. One is the quality of the paints. Uh, the good news is when the paints wear out after, say, 15 years, you can repaint the sign. Um, the other thing you worry about is what did you hang it on? What did you attach it to? What you attach it to will generally wear out before the sign wears out. Okay. What And you have suggestions for each client to tell them the best way to hang it? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What about if it's in the ground? Isn't ground kind of strange sometimes? It is. Soft it is. You have to use uh, ground contact rated uh, lumber posts when you're putting it in that way. Um, and then again, uh, generally the way I hang them to that is you can remove the sign from those posts, replace the posts, hang the sign back. All right. And so, yeah, I expect on, on many of these, I expect the posts to wear out before the signs do. Okay, excellent. And you also mentioned people can repaint after 15 or 20 years. Absolutely. Is that anybody can paint? You need a special kind of paint and a special kind of painter. No, you can. You could definitely repaint. A good exterior uh, latex paint will do the good job. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Cool. You can do that. Kevin, who are your competitors? Do you have anybody who does what you do? There's not a lot that do exactly what I do. There are some national chains that do. Of course, you don't get any um, real customization there. You go to their website and choose design A, B, C. You plug in the bits. And they're very expensive, surprisingly, for what they're offering. Um, I'm trying to compete on the basis of a better product, a better price, and a lot more customer service. And the other options are to go with much cheaper signs that are, you know, plastic, vinyl. Right. But I don't really consider them competitors. That's for different market. I can understand that. And the houses that you saw when you were traveling, you, was it Linville, the city? Yes. You could just tell the difference and make a decision exactly. based on the quality exactly. of that sign. It's amazing. What do you see for your future for your business, Kevin? Well, um, I'm hoping, personally, I'm hoping to take on some of these national chains that I don't think are doing the um, job they should. But that's that's the that's the big dream. More importantly, I see for, for overall... The, the big thing I see is I think this is the start of something. And the start I see is I think everything in the future is going to be customized. Ah. So this kind of manufacturing where things are tailored to each individual, I expect us to see this move from signs into furniture into automobiles. It's a very – we're just on the cusp of it. It's a very exciting future that we're going to get to see in just the next few years. Is this because of virtual reality or 3D modeling? Or? It's because of 3D modeling and yes. the ability of robotic equipment uh-huh. to actually then manufacture these things one piece at a time. So instead of something going into a big mold and 10,000 of them coming out of it, you let a robot carve one at a time. And as these machines get more and more capable and they, they're faster and faster and we get more and more people who are skilled with using the necessary software – 
then it really becomes the limit of our imaginations as to what we can do. Wow, that's fascinating. It's going to be a great future. It's going to be a great future. Well, Kevin, let's go ahead and wind up now. This is fascinating what you do. And for those who may have tuned in late, Kevin makes signs. And not just signs, but special signs put in the ground or outside your business. Please check him out at TarHeelsSigns.com. That's TarHeelsSigns.com. TarHeelsSigns.com. Got it. Kevin, thank you so much for visiting us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to WCHL 97.9 The Hill. My guest has been Mr. Kevin Gunn, the owner of Lightspire Design and Fabrication. This is Sharon Hill. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Remember, you can find this episode and all other episodes of Today's Business on our website, chapelboro.com. Join us again next week for the next edition of Today's Business on 97.9 The Hill.